0: Hello, and welcome to Pop Culture Hangfire with Christian and Gabriel. The podcast where we try to catch Gabriel up on some of the things that he might have missed when he was being homeschooled and sheltered from the outside world, uh, for his benefit, of course. Gabe, the year is 1998. Harrison Ford is named the sexiest man alive at the age of 55. Nokia sells its or sold 22 million phones in 1990. One of
1: which we all had at some point.
0: I had it in 2001
1: (laughs) because they lasted forever, (laughs) they did, they're still in circulation.
0: Oh, you know, uh, it's funny because they're doing the re-release of the original. Brick yeah, as a fun I think phone. I saw that. that so that's kind of cool. Um, there are a hundred, no, there are around one hundred uh, movies available on DVD. Hmm. By the wow. way, nineteen ninety nine two thousand is when I buy my first DVD player and DVD. So just you know, put it out there. And this is a good one. California is the first state to ban indoor smoking.
1: It took till 1998 to do that?
0: Uh first state. Yes.
1: Oh my god. That's... Wait a minute. Uh,
0: aren't you talking uh, uh, you're talking about Vegas where there is still indoor smoking? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, but
1: like it's one thing in a casino, you know, but like in a restaurant? I guess I do remember like there was so we used to go to go to church on weekdays sometimes and you know, one of the one of the perks of that is that you'd get breakfast after a lot of times, right? You get breakfast out cuz well, I mean you're not eating before you go to church because you so, deserve it well i mean you know it's it's a logistical thing you know as a kid you know you feel maybe like you earned it but i think as a parent it's just like a logistical thing because like you couldn't eat before so what are you going to go now that you're out and you're going to get some stuff done what are you going to go back home and kill all that momentum you know like no so one of the places we used to go spires was this chain of like i don't know they were like coco's kind of yeah
0: they sound you know. familiar
1: there was a smoking section. I remember now. I a kid, I haven't thought about that in a long time, and that's that's gross.
0: Well, every time I watch old movies, I'm all like, "Damn, these people are smoking in the airport in the plane. What the fuck?" I and, know, right? And they also what had what a world. They also had leg room and elbow space. So, I mean, it's a different world.
1: Yeah, they're just flip. They're just twirling switchblades and guns. <laughs> <laughs> it's all normal. <laughs>
0: Uh I'm just Sir, saying
1: Excuse me you you've dropped your gun. Ah it falls <laughs> out all the time.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying what's going to stop you from bringing in some oxygen and me from bringing in my lighter and both of us combining our powers I'm just saying. So 98 uh as we mentioned in the previous uh episode right uh I have graduated well 98 is the year I graduate high school I go to a lackluster prom I go into boot camp I have a I have a great time. 98 is a great year, just because it was definitely the end of of the legally necessary things, like going to school, and the beginning of like I'm on my own. I am leaving my home. I'm you know eighteen and some change, and I'm going into the Marines. And uh, I don't know what is going to happen. So it's a very exciting year for me.
1: Yeah, I'm uh I'm in middle school and uh, grade wise, of course, obviously <clears throat> living. In Rancho Cucamonga on almost an acre of property that the highlight, one of the highlights is that you have to do yard work every week because you have to give back to the community, according to your, your, uh, grandparents. That's, uh, that's something I've, I've, i I always resented,
0: you know, with As an, child. with an acre, I feel like you could build a community within that acre.
1: <laughs> yeah. So they had, uh, they had some citrus trees on the property. It was it was kind of weird like it was a it was a an oddly set up kind of property you had like obviously because there's property you got like front and backyard front and back lawn like it's one of those kind of you know setups and there was also though like a lot behind the backyard the backyard was fenced initially they, they ended up knocking down part of the fence to make it one kind of continuous thing but you had the yard and set up but then you had this whole other gated off second like lot almost like behind the, the yard that was dirt and there was like a barn on it this old barn that we, we as kids it was like don't go in there because there's black widows because nobody does anything in there and it's just stuff sitting and so occasionally we would go in there of course because you tell a child not to do something and they're just like All right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do that thing you mentioned
0: <laughs> it's also weird to me that you would have fenced off part of your property and then left all right. that other property. But I guess, look, they had their reasons. Maybe you know, old. You know. I
1: I I just think it was like, a, what do you even do with it? So the good news is, being a dirt lot back there, there really, really wasn't much you had to do there. But in the inner, in the initial kind of backyard, there was three grapefruit trees, a Valencia orange tree, and a navel orange tree. The navel orange tree was always my favorite because when those were in season, I'd just be eating, i pick one and eat it like every day.
0: Yeah, it's not a bad, uh, it's not a bad '98 for you either, as a as a middle school. No. Movies. So, a very interesting thing happened in 98 that I think happens quite a bit throughout um, throughout the years, where two very alike movies come out, but only one is remembered, you know? Oh. 98, I'm excited
1: for this. What 98
0: happened? brought us two movies that were the exact same premise, but one you'll remember, one you might have not even seen, but you might remember. So, Armaged- okay. Armageddon comes out in 98. And deep impact comes out in ninety
1: eight. I I I know both, but like honestly, if you tried to select be like which actors were in what and who did which thing, I I'm sure I couldn't tell you. But you watched but them, both? yeah. I think I've seen them both over the. I know well. I have for sure seen one of them.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> so, I get,
1: yes, I've seen them both.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because remember, in one, our our uh, motley crew of heroes goes into space to stop this uh, this meteor. Which one was that? That was Armageddon.
1: Because I've seen Armageddon for sure. <laughs> tell me Deep Impact.
0: And Deep Impact is we are going to get hit by a meteor, but uh, the government has um, bunkers that they've built for this type, and, and certain families have been selected to go in and be provided oh, so for. It's,
1: it's, fall, it's the fallout system of...
0: Yeah. So Armageddon, <laughs> Armageddon had Bruce Willis, um, okay. Ben Affleck, Steve Buscemi... Uh, I think um, Ving Reigns.
1: They're going to kill Steve. I mean... Now they're going to kill... Poor Steve.
0: What? Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it for you, even though you saw it already. <laughs> um, so yeah, and I think uh, Billy Bob Thornton was in that one. The other one had... Yeah, Billy Bob. The other one had Elijah Wood as the main character, and this was also where uh, Morgan Freeman plays the president. So again, one is about we're going to survive it here on Earth by by right by you know and the other one is we're gonna go stop this meteor before it, it comes and kills us
1: yeah this going out to stop it for sure i can't know i don't remember elijah wood at all morgan freeman as the president sounds familiar but that just could be like you know like i feel like that's a thing that you know you would just in your dream that's who would be president is morgan freeman so that could have been anything oh could God. Have been last night i don't even know yeah okay either way
0: but yeah every every so often that happens where two movies come out and one ends up doing really well, and one ends up doing meh well,
1: Armageddon had to be better, yeah? It did better.
0: I think so. I think it might have even come out first, which then overshadows Ooh. the other one. Plus, again, like, it's an action movie as opposed to, like, you know... And again, I- I've seen them both. Deep Impact is not a terrible movie. It's just that... Right. Literally the same story, dude. Uh, a meteor is coming to hit the Earth and destroy
1: it. I wonder how that, like, if they're, like both being produced and, and they were racing to see, like, who could get out. Like, how's that? That's just uh, bad bad on you to be the second one coming out, you know, your ticket sales.
0: But, I mean, it, I think it's like anything else. Like, um, was it the story of Pop-Tarts, the way they were made? Was Kellogg's was making, like, a breakfast, you know, um, little, you know, stuffed treat. And the Pop-Tarts, or is Pop-Tarts Kellogg's? Or is the other? Well, competing companies, right? Okay. They heard about it, so then Pop Dart came and, like, just you know, like they rushed their stuff and, and put it out there. The other companies completely just dis- you know disappeared off the map because this other guys were able to get it out first and do it better,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But, but I think, like, let me think, there's been other scenarios like that where two movies come out and, like, it's gotta be you know, uh, biopics, maybe. Well, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Weren't they like talking about? Two different movies. One had, like, Sasha, Sasha Boer, and Co- Boer, Boer and Cohen. And then when they heard about the other one, they just didn't end up making it just because they were like, what's the point? You know, like... When, like, the, um, the Steve Jobs movie came out, right? One was called Jobs. One was called Steve Jobs. And they're both uh, biopics. And they were about a year or two apart. There was the... Oh, recently, the Mr. Rogers one. Uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor? And... um uh, one was like a documentary with Tom Hanks. No, no. One was a biopic with Tom Hanks and A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood was, was like the documentary about um, Mr. Rogers. There was, I remember there was, oh yeah, and there was like the, the two Winnie the Pooh ones about Christopher Robbins. And I think there was also about like the Jungle Book. Both came out like two years apart, you know, or a year apart or even within the same year. So I think
1: what you're telling me is that Armageddon and Deep Impact are are documentaries.
0: Yes. Of that's uh,
1: that's, that's ominous.
0: Of a of another world. <laughs> I mean, didn't we have like a comet come a miles away from the Earth and the we were light wrong? years Yeah,
1: that was miles, it was probably miles. Light years we wouldn't even know. Yeah. yeah, I mean it cosmically it's close, but like, you know, humans are like the number is so big that you're just sitting there like, I can't actually I can't actually summon up the 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 fear that Know even though it's legitimately close,
0: I thought you were gonna say uh I thought you were gonna say math, and we were gonna go back to the first episode. We're like, I can't even do math like that (laughs) because I only went to geometry.
1: That's also true. (laughs) Most people are like, but is that really? What percentile? I have no idea.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a half. Oh, uh The Big Lebowski comes out in 1998. Did you watch that mm. then? Or, well, pretty sure you didn't watch it then, but did you eventually watch The Big Lebowski?
1: I did eventually watch it, but that was a fairly recent thing. That was probably within the last 5 years. Holy cow. That I So that's one of my dad's favorite and I finally on a trip out to see and we like sat down and did like the whole movie night thing and had like popcorn and watched watched The Big Lebowski together. It's a, like I mean, I've seen seen all the meme formats yeah, like yeah. I, I had some idea of things but yeah features in and out like how could you not be excited
0: yeah it's a fun movie it's got a great cast um very quotable but yeah came out in 98 um american history x did you ever see that one
1: nope Wait. I, heard, I heard a lot about it
0: okay so i don't know how but i'm keeping a mental tally of movies you haven't seen
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and, like, quite the list. Some shocked me, but like in my head, I still have Shawshank Redemption. That's right. I still have Batman, uh, Returns and Batman, because you haven't seen those. Yeah. Yeah. And now American History X. These are three movies you you have to watch, Gabe. They're really, really good. We're adding them to the
1: list as we go.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. So that's, yeah, that's uh, Edward Norton and Edward Furlong, I want to say. Yeah. Great movie. Great film. And then. one big movie comes out that for me I think stands out because of the director writer but uh Guy Ritchie's Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels comes out in 98 that is uh, Britain's yeah, own I, Quentin Tarantino
1: <laughs> Yep so those uh, when did I see I mean it would be a few years after this but I I got to see that we we went on that run where you watched Snatch Lockstock Two Smoking Barrels there's an is there another there roll? was another movie that mm, I'm not sure gentleman? I it might not have, I, I don't think it was the same director that uh. just I, the, I lump it in the the but anyway but those two like you're just like oh yeah I mean you know shared a lot of shared cast and just very fun very
0: yeah, stylized
1: yeah.
0: yeah no exactly and that's why i say like when you when I you know when you're watching a, a guy Ritchie movie like it's it's such an amazing he does really great great work with the cast that he works with and, uh, and, yeah, it's it's that whole, like, individual stories, individual characters. By the oh, third act, they all clash into each other. And then, you know, like, the, the amazingness happens. So, yeah, that came out in 98. Um, highly recommend that one as well. I just recently rewatched Snatch, too. Such a good movie.
1: Snatch was the movie that, like... That was that hit at the right time and was the the first where where I was like oh my gosh like Brad Pitt like I think he actually like can can really oh yeah act.
0: we talked about this huh? yeah he, he's the
1: one I was player. like oh like he's he's really like he's really the character he's not just you know, yeah he's, he's not good just in a that. set piece he's good in he's that. he's super good
0: TV shows that were popular in ninety eight uh, Monday Night Football I think that covers probably oh
1: okay quite a <laughs> <laughs> let me let me let me put that on the list.
0: And then two shows that I, I have I had no idea about, but apparently were very popular in the in nineteen ninety eight. A show called Veronica's Closet. Wow. Yeah, no idea what that show is, by the way. No. But yeah, it's basically um it was on for three seasons and it was about a supermodel or something. I don't know, but apparently top one of the top shows of ninety eight.
1: Wow. Uh, I, I definitely never even heard of it. But like, I, I suppose I'm probably not the demographic either. So,
0: And then another and then the other show called Jesse, small town girl from Texas moves to New York. Uh, it's it was a Disney Channel show that was uh, very popular for like seven years, apparently, but no idea what it was. Again, you know, we're just. We're just sharing the facts here. This was always popular. Now, show yeah, we can't.
1: We don't get to pick them.
0: No, we don't. We do It's just how the how the pop culture uh, revolver uh, game or game of uh, Russian roulette goes. <laughs> Shows that ended in 1998. Family Matters was that on your
1: radar ever? Uh, heard of it? Yeah. I mean, because everybody's heard of
0: it. everybody's heard of Urkel, right? Everybody. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah. knows that.
0: That show I actually watched. It, it did what it was supposed to at the time, you know, uh, black family, uh, the dad was a cop. No, I think because it's the same, the, the same dad is the same guy who comes out in Die Hard and he was a cop. <laughs> so now in my head, I'm all like, wait, was he a cop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, uh, and then you you, you have the, the uh, renowned character, Steve Urkel, which I think everybody to this day knows about. There was a show called Bobby's World, Howie Mandel's animated TV show about um, a little kid. Do you remember ever seeing that anywhere, Bobby's World? No. But yeah, Bobby generic or generic, depending on on what the joke was. And it was was an animated show that I think he developed and created, Howie Mandel, who was a stand-up comedian at the time and now is like the X Factor host or something.
1: Yeah, I think I had a toy that was related to that from like a Happy Meal. Because I had, a, right. I had, yeah, but like I had no idea what it was. I only uh, can I can picture the toy, but that was my exposure.
0: Yeah. and then um, a TV show called "Living Single," about four uh, black women living single. Were <laughs> mm. um, they in
1: relationships? <laughs> yeah,
0: they were not in relationships. Queen Latifah was on that show, and that was a, that was actually a pretty good show. I did I did like watching that one. Uh, goosebumps, the TV show ends in nineteen ninety eight. Also, I was a fan growing up. I used to read the books, and that's why I remember watching the TV show. And I was, I was like, eh.
1: I remember that. So we went to the bookstore quite a lot back when those were a thing. <clears throat> and uh, I remember those books being everywhere. Like if you went to the you know young adult or whatever section, passed by the Goosebumps were just like featured heavily. Um, never read them, never saw the show, but that was a big thing. But I've never been into, like, that wasn't my genre
0: either. I remember reading them, and I was excited about the show. Uh, But yeah, you're right. There was a time when every young adult section had um, Goosebumps uh, books on it. Shows that started in 1998. Now, these first two, I think I've never seen, but I know of their existence because of how long they they were on TV. The show Charmed, right, Um, started in 98, and the show Dawson's Creek. I think both of these were like CWWB you know network type of TV shows but I'm 90, yeah. I'm 90% sure they were on for like 5 to 7 years probably
1: They were on for a while again yeah. I I don't think I don't think I've seen could say that I've seen the episode of either but I uh, exactly. definitely saw ads for them Exactly
0: I know I know Dawson's Creek gave us like Joshua Jackson and James Vanderbeek and Michelle Williams I want to say but yeah, was not was not up my alley. Uh, was not my. I was not their demographic. I think two guys, a girl, and a pizza place comes out. Uh, later gets changed. to Two guys and a girl. Now the reason why this show is relevant to me is because this was like uh, Ryan Reynolds' first TV show. Uh, I I was a funny show, and I was a fan then. Uh, great, great show. Funny show.
1: I feel like that show went the wrong direction. They should have just gone two guys and a pizza place, <laughs> gotten rid of the girl. <laughs> You're going to lose one.
0: <laughs> and then this, I didn't even know existed until uh, we did the doing the research for 98. It was a Mortal Kombat TV show for one whole season.
1: I'm sure it was as good as the movies up to, you know, the more recent sure um, the same quality.
0: Yeah, no, uh, I saw a new one. It's actually not terrible. But yeah, the old one. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine though a TV show where they try doing Mortal Kombat, the sh- the, the video game where like people's spines get ripped spines out, spines get
1: ripped out. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't imagine the effects were going to be that good. My exposure to Mortal Kombat as a kid, again, of co- of course, I wasn't allowed to play it. Was that um, there was a convenience store, my dad knew the guy that owned it, and so we would pop in there sometimes. He'd say hi, and like the he had. The uh the arcade game you know he had Mortal Kombat there so you'd, I'd be like standing there like side eyeing the demo of what was happening because I knew I wasn't allowed to play it but I remember also being very excited because there was a Star Wars pinball machine and like that got that got equal billing for me to be excited about
0: oh wow so ninety eight uh I was playing video games I I was allowed to play whatever machine I had a quarter for uh so yeah I remember playing um, I remember playing Mortal Kombat um, it was not a game i ever got into in the arcades it was like fighting games are never my thing like i did street fighter when it came out and stuff like that and like pit fighter which is the i think the earliest version where the characters look human kind of like mortal kombat an early version of mortal kombat <laughs> uh but yeah but i it was never it was never a game that i got into just because like that the fatalities annoyed me you had to know the game you had to Play yeah, pretty often to be able a, to get a, the, the a fatality. high skill ceiling yeah, yeah. yeah i just
1: button i button mashed my way through every fighting game yeah and yeah. you know whatever but
0: again though that's great to win the match but then if you want to see the fatality you then have to go oh yeah. right, what's the what's the code i think that was the annoying part to me where like even if i won the match i didn't get to see the fatality
1: there was uh not that long ago I started watching probably because of twenty twenty at one point, and you know, you're kind of running out of things to watch of various kinds. Like when you want junk, right? Like you're not trying to watch something of substance or like pay attention, you're just trying to have some junk on. I started watching like uh playthroughs? Like tournaments. Oh like no people <laughs> like 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 tournament level fighters playing like fighting games like uh what is the, the DC one where they Injustice, mm-hmm. I think. Those guys, it's just insane. It's all this like counter-blocking stuff. Oh, where it's the like who, Who's the guy? Oh, the skill level on those guys. Or, or like, Mortal Kombat's one of the ones also that, like, uh, is played on the circuit, like the professionals play. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, uh, a couple years ago, I went and stayed with my buddy for, for a couple days at his place in L.A. And he had the... Um, he had... is it, it Was it Injustice that let you play with, like, uh, Darth Vader or, like, Mike Myers or... What what game was it where you could, where they had like a, a a bad guy like that that was able to come out like Predator could come out?
1: Yeah, I mean they do have cameos in Mortal Kombat. I don't think they have Darth. Vader. They have like Terminator and. Uh, I think
0: it was Mortal Kombat. I think you're right. It was Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So. And, uh, so this is the type of person I am, right? So my buddy was like, <clears throat> "You want to play it?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, I want to play it." And he's like, "Pick whoever you want," because I basically, <laughs> you know, he he owned the game, so. He's
1: not he's not scared of you. So he
0: whoops my ass quick like quick like and i was like damn so then i we play a couple more times and um and you know like i see that he's he's trying to kind of let me you know and i was like bro don't uh, he's he was playing
1: with like one hand and you know
0: i'm like please don't try to be nice to me dude i'm not gonna get butthurt if you beat me like i'm literally i agreeing to play against you i'm pretty sure i'm gonna lose you know like I, I said why don't we like play to first one to get to 10 you know 10 wins uh and he's like you sure i'm like, yeah. I mean, I think I beat him once out of, out of ten time out of, out of the ten times that he got there. You know,
1: it's a moral victory.
0: But uh, no, but that, that's I was gonna say. I'm one of those guys that doesn't get bothered like by losing because you know some people like if they can't get the game they get frustrated and just like ah, damn you all, you know. But I'm definitely the type of guy that's I'm like nah. I mean, it's a, it's a game. Like, what am I to do, get mad that somebody's better at a game than me or that the game is better than me?
1: for me it's all predicated on if on what my expectation is like in that scenario right like the other person knows like what are you even gonna do right like so i wouldn't be upset either i i think i get frustrated when like i either can't and i'm actually trying to understand like more it's more of a board game thing like if i'm playing mm. a board game and like i i think i get the premise or i or something and i but i do poorly anyway like and i'm just like don't understand like the mechanics behind why <laughs> like, or if I'm trying to like, if I'm trying to do really well and it should be, but it's not, that's when I might get frustrated, but Hey, if you're in a situation where you're set up to fail, like Damn. one victory is a victory.
0: Yeah. I think, I think the last time, the, the last time in the last two years, the last year, when I, when I was introduced to a new game that I felt that frustration, frustration was probably when I started playing PUBG. I mm. I came in late to the game. I, I mean, I was, because I, you know, I come from the battlefield world. I'm like, I can play this. Nope. PUBG. Not the same. Oh, if I didn't get killed by somebody else, the damn zone killed me plenty of times. I killed myself a couple of times just driving. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a, it's a, but you know what? But it's one of those games where I'm more like, if I can get one satisfactory kill, the whole game was worth it. If right. I can, if I can right. defeat that one guy or get that one sniper kill or just that, that, Shot I meant to do. I'm like I won this game. This game is, is over. I, I'm I am the victor. Yeah, yeah. I almost want to go back to PUBG, but I was like, nah. I I, I uh, I'm a loser. I'm, I'm good. I just watch <laughs> so now I just watch other people play PUBG and be good at it.
1: Well, that's always fun. Music
0: 1998. Speaking of Armageddon, the big hit of 1998, "I Don't Want to Miss a Thing" by Aerosmith. Yeah. I'm getting better at this whole, like me? connecting things. Is that what the asteroid was
1: doing? I, I wanna miss a thing.
0: Well wait, do you <laughs> know that song? Uh,
1: I I can't think of it, but I've I've heard a lot of Aerosmith, so i probably heard it.
0: Yeah, so it it was a song made for the uh, it was a song for the soundtrack. And it's basically that, like, you know, the world's gonna end type of thing.
1: It was a great right. song.
0: It was a huge hit, huge hit in ninety eight because of the movie.
1: Man, can you imagine a t- a time when Aerosmith's being tapped for you know I mean, and they're not doing it for nostalgia. They're not like, oh, these people. <laughs> yeah. Put it. In a, let's throw the Marvel movie because those guys don't like it.
0: Let me knock out a few uh, hip hop, R and B, uh, and rap songs. Uh, you know, before we get to the one you would know. Okay. So, okay. Lauren Save Hill. That. Lauren Hill releases her solo album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. It's a fantastic album to this day. I still think it's a great. I like album. the title. It's a great album. Uh, Jay-Z does A Hard Knock Life, where he uh, samples uh, Annie's, uh, um, you know, the musical.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Fantastic song. Will Smith, getting jiggy with it. I think everybody knows that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You gotta love Will Smith. Oh,
0: man. I just saw his, um, I was watching his Best Shape of My Life something on YouTube, and I was like, it was basically like a, uh, a YouTube video about him having being like twenty, thirty pounds overweight, you know, trying to, and basically building a TV, sh- uh, a YouTube TV show on that, but really, it was like a way to count down his his book being released, you know. So it was a combination of all those things, and and you know, there's a part of me like, I, I don't know. Again, maybe because I've never been rich, and I'm probably never going to be rich because of my mentality, but. It's hard for me to feel any type of like empathy or sympathy with rich people trying to do something that regular people yeah. struggle with all the time, you know? But it, but it, but it, you know, and I need to get out of that mindset because I'm like,
1: I don't think they're humans. You yeah.
0: Know? I don't think depression, I don't think um, self esteem ha- cares whether you're rich or poor. It's going to get you. You know,
1: I always try to think about like, it's a struggle for me, too. Like sometimes you'll see stuff and you're like, yeah, like you literally like you could just be like you could hire the best help. You could hire a chef to cook you the right meals. Like whereas I'm sitting here trying to figure it out, like all those, you know, and you got to sit there and be like, well, can I afford the good chicken? What do I get the good chicken or do I? Yeah. But like I I assume like any position I've ever been in where I thought once I get there, I'll be I'll be better off. I'll be happier. You just have At, at best you have different problems at that point
0: yeah yeah so you
1: still got the a whole you know it's not like it, it really reduces significantly then you just got they still got relationship problems they still got motivation problems they got uh they got other habits they can they can fund i just i just put too much time into video games sometimes
0: yeah uh, but yeah so so sometimes like you know like be upfront about it and don't you know try to like sell me your book at the end of this goddamn series right, right.
1: that's a bit of a that's a bit of a because that's my thing i'm just i'm just leveraging
0: because you know what it's smart
1: marketing i guess
0: because i was i was watching the um uh the get Back documentary with from the beatles and, it, yeah. and uh, it's great it's actually really good but then I, I went down the rabbit hole watching a bunch of interviews with paul mccartney And I was looking at him like, wow, the Paul McCartney's always been thin. I was like, okay. And then it made me think of like actors that used to be thin and are now a little bit thicker and stuff like that, like Marlon Brando, I think is one of the biggest um, standouts to me how, you know, he was he was one of the wild in the wild ones, you know, the 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 hunkiest of hunks. And then he's in Apocalypse Now, you know, and just a overweight mess. Philip Seymour Hoffman, you know, he started out very thin, like a bunch of actors, you know, it happens like it it happens. But I'm like, you know, like if they decided to lose it all, you know, you look at Billy Bob, like he lost a bunch of weight, uh, pen and like Pen from Penn and Teller lost a bunch of weight.
1: Super. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, like you did it on your own. Like, you know, you didn't have to like make a TV show or, or, or a thing out of it. Like it was, like you said, like it's a different problem, whether you're rich or poor, it's just a different problem and a different approach that you'll have to it. But ultimately yeah. if you're not in the right mindset, it doesn't matter how much money you have. You're never going to achieve that number or that thing
1: yeah
0: uh, but yeah I, I again i went on that tangent just because i recently watched that and i like will smith i like the work that he does i think yeah you know he seems to have fun in life um but that uh, uh, annoyed me a little bit because part of it was like oh you know what i'm gonna continue this weight loss journey in dubai i'm gonna go to dubai for you know for 30 days <laughs> and i'm all like real relatable right i'm like bro how is dubai gonna <laughs> help you lose
1: weight I'm gonna continue my weight loss journey in the other room. <laughs> go to the living room.
0: <laughs> That's it. I'm moving my weights to the to the to the garage you know uh, it's it's yeah, it's it's nothing against will Smith, but sometimes like it's I have trouble hashtag
1: unrelatable yes,
0: first world, second world, all world problems, you know.
1: Uh, it's just that's a make believe world problems because uh, they, they live in a different they live in a different thing. Uh, it's all the jokes about uh, like uh, like your Elon Musk and stuff like how like, you know, he got money and he got hair. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> just look at all the pictures like that kind of stuff, too. Good for
0: him. I mean, Jeremy Piven did the same thing. Good for him. There sure. you go. If it makes you feel better. And then the last uh, group. Or a band that came out in 98 that I think, you know, like really made an impact into music and for the next 20 years, probably is System of a Down. Their first album mm. comes out in 98. I mean, the first album had that, that one song, Sugar. The second album, though, Toxicity, I think is the one that blew me away. It was that's a
1: new Tox- Toxicity near, was that one I got as a gift from my dad and that album. I yeah, So I have that. Yeah, and, uh, it's a
0: it's a near perfect album. Though. Every song, yeah, they're is, all good. It's fantastic. Okay, Tekken Toys crash bandicoot comes out in 1998
1: i used to go to circuit city and play crash bandicoot <laughs> on the demo machine <laughs> <At> circuit city <laughs> speaking of 98 vibes right that was the
0: spot dude it was it was best Buy, circuit city or fries
1: that and then like the there was a target so like not a regular target but target great land you know like the super like oh. the big target they also had I remember I remember playing a lot of video games like that's all you wanted to do. You know, you knew the store like if 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 mom had shopping to do there or something, I'm going to be over at the electronics because uh, that was my console experience. Other than friends who specifically owned things, because we, we, we had a computer, we did PC gaming. So, so a lot of a lot of stuff you you could only experience like that. Crash Bandicoot was one of them.
0: I was because ne- Crash Bandicoot was a PlayStation game, right? Yep. Yeah, I was still a Nintendo guy in 98, so I never got to play it. I played it in the last probably 10 years, and I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> just, it just wasn't for me. Never been my strong suit. 98 releases one of the things that I think for the next 15 years we we'll talk about, Windows 98.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but when did it come out? Nowadays, you can't tell, but back then...
0: It was the year, but yeah, I do was 95. I, Windows 98. Every upgrade after 98, everybody kept going back to 98. I think it was like, when was it? 2010 maybe when people accepted the new Windows update?
1: <laughs> well, it was whenever, I think whenever Windows 7 hit was like the next one that was like the, the one people liked as much.
0: As much, right. But it took like a good decade for people to like be all like, no, no, no. Uh, Windows 98, please
1: yeah no uh and i you know what I, I, at that point, I don't even think i I could tell you why I assume it's for similar reasons for like stability and access and usability, but at the time, I mean, I didn't care, yeah, I just remember my my granddad always had whatever the newest windows was, oh,
0: the same guy who had the the tapes, right
1: <laughs> yeah, he always whatever technology was like trending, he got, and then whether or not it stuck, like tape drives and stuff, like who even who even you know the government uses that probably now, but like that's not the standard you want to <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> emulate.
0: Resident Evil Two comes out in nineteen ninety eight. Wow, that I actually played. Uh, the Resident Evil games in the beginning were very different and new. One of the yeah.
1: thing,
0: one of the things that specifically stuck out in my head is that that like camera positioning. You know how like you would go into a room <laughs> and it was like the top right corner of the room, and the camera did not move, so you were just kind of like. You know, around, yeah, yeah. Just trying, to get, trying to get to the next spot. I remember that and I remember they did really well with um with the zombies coming out of nowhere and actually like giving you a startle. You know, I, I remember right. that, that game was actually a really good, unfortunate movie, but uh game was really
1: good. I could, that's, that's a, that's a trend that repeats throughout history.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, 98 also has Sony releasing the high capacity floppy disk. With a hundred and fifty megabyte capacity. Wow. Hundred and fifty megabyte. What is that like? Two pictures now.
1: <laughs> that's just, it's just—it's mind-boggling how much that's changed. I bought a uh, a micro SD card
0: You're Like for five Day. terabytes.
1: <laughs> that was some absurd amount. It's some godly <laughs> amount. It's like two hundred fifty-six gigabytes or something. You know, it's insane. Dude. Twenty twenty bucks.
0: That's, been, that's fantastic.
1: I remember, too, like we had I, I've i seen all that stuff, too. I've seen five and a half inch, like the actual floppy disks that were actually floppy. And then the, the little floppy disk, the three inch or whatever. I still have some of those in my bo- like boxes of stuff. I, who knows what's even on them? I don't even know where I'd find one of those drives anymore. I don't think I have a computer that has any of that at this point.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely don't have any of those left over. Um, and now it's, yeah, it's all about the little thumb drives, you know, like the couple gigs ones. And then the I have the last, and I have my my big terabyte, like, you know, for for backing up my laptop.
1: Yeah. The last, uh, the last computer I bought doesn't even have an optical drive at all. Like, there's no, uh, there's no DVD, CD, like, it doesn't even have a bay for it on the, on it. You oh, that's true.
0: They don't do that anymore. That's very true. Yeah. It's
1: all, you know, everything but with, with, with digital downloading, high speed internet, and with, with, um, thumb drives and stuff. I think, you know, heck, if you're going to do a boot a boot drive, you're going to get a thumb drive now. You're not going to get a disc.
0: That's true. All right. And with the minutes we have left, we'll end it with some celebrity gossip. Uh, John's, the juiciest. John Stamos marries Rebecca Romijn Stamos in 1998, who later becomes Mystique in the X-Men movies. John Stamos, mm-hmm. obviously famous for his full house role, but also... Be- because of that show, becoming the drummer for the Beach Boys on tour—interesting story, huh? Yeah, did not know that. He, so in the show, uh, he plays the like the music uncle who loves Elvis Presley, and in the in the show, the Beach Boys come on the show and they need, and he drums for them, and then it turns out that he ends up being their drummer for like a summer tour or something. <laughs>
1: How about that? I
0: know. He has not aged, by the way. I just recently saw him on another TV show. Uh, I'm like, Jesus, that man, the, the, the Rob Lowe of the world.
1: One of them. He's one of those look pod people or whatever they are that just don't.
0: <laughs> oh, George Michael gets busted for lewd conduct in a public bathroom. This is, this is the year where George Michael kind of like, because of this, he ends up, you know, everybody kind of like, it's like, oh, I guess he is
1: gay. You know, like,
0: because up until that point, everybody thought he was the manliest of men. Um, but this was Suddenly like, he
1: started rethinking his activities, reframed? I think so.
0: I think so. Now, here's <laughs> here's one thing that I remember about 98, 99, because it had never happened before, at least to this extent. And I'm sure that in the years that followed, you probably heard about this, right? But Or maybe you didn't. This might be a great conversation for that. But Pamela Lee and Tommy Lee sex tape gets released in 1998. Now, I saw it in 98 99 <laughs> for research purposes. I was doing research for this uh, podcast even back then. Yep. I just didn't know it. <laughs> uh, when does this hit your radar? Uh, like not not just the <sighs> not not the tape itself, but like the the um the paparazzi of it, you know, like the event of it, like, oh, remember when, you know.
1: It has to be uh, like I, I it wouldn't have been in 90. Probably in like 2002 or something, I imagine is when like, a little farther ahead, just get me a little bit older. Like high school me probably was like, wait. But yeah, yeah, so- no. I remember uh, I remember seeing like uh ads or whatever for Baywatch I was always I was always I was always uh very interested in the uh in the, the life saving careers they had.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it was always great to see the see them saving lives in slow motion. That's the best. <laughs> But yeah, so I remember that came out, and it like you know it shocked the world, you know. And this was still VHS times. Remember, we had just right. mentioned they were it was like... it was an
1: actual sex tape. It wasn't, yeah, a... <laughs> it was <laughs> where the term "sex tape" comes from. <laughs> they were the pioneers of that,
0: unbeknownst to them. But yes,
1: yeah. Well, you know,
0: um,
1: now people do it on purpose.
0: Yeah. Right. But yeah, but that I think that was the that was the big event. Like I think that, you know, we talked about her VIP show We you know, we talked about Baywatch and it was one of those times when as embarrassing as it was, I imagine how detrimental it was. It had to be.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, it it kind of gave both their careers life again unfortunately though they were already on a rocky place because their divorce happened that same year also after marriage after like a three-year tumultuous marriage they did divorce in in 1998 um i think i think he got like a domestic abuse charge too he was not you know in the best place in his life at the time but yeah, but I remember it was like the, the big deal. I think I think the second biggest release or leak of a video was like the Kim Kardashian one, right? I think those were the, yeah, the biggest. That one, that well, one actually, was a big splash. That and the Paris Hilton one, maybe, huh? Maybe those Paris are the, Hilton. Are they, yeah, Paris Hilton. Those might be the top three. Yeah. The fact that I can remember them, we can remember them, it's because they were a big deal. And again, I think it had a lot to do with like the beginning. For this, it was tapes, but like... For Kim and for, and for Paris, it was like the beginning of the internet and paparazzi and like what what it is, what it became. Because paparazzi, I think in the mid 90s to late 90s were huge, but they really blew up in the 2000s with the
1: internet. Well, it also like, that. it used to be that you had to be like, you had to actually be trying to like have a camera and be around to catch these people. Nowadays, it's just like, oh shit, there's a celebrity. Like I can pull out my cell phone. Now I'm paparazzi. Like, you know, and, and get a quality photo. Yeah. Like you used to have to be like carrying around the gear and camp out and like wait for them, which is like a real weird thing when you think about it. Like the hell's wrong with you? people?
0: <laughs> I mean, but it's, it's just like anything else that it's a hustle. They're telling you, Hey, we'll give you a hundred bucks yeah. or 300 bucks or 500 bucks per pick. I mean,
1: yeah, you'll get them.
0: Yeah. But yeah. So thoughts on, uh, on 98 Gabe.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's funny. Like I, some of this stuff, it just seems like it hits so late. Like the, the, ban on smoking indoors and uh and yet some of the stuff like it's just like right on the windows the tech like it's funny how that all kind of gets blurred in retrospect you know you think some things are farther back you think some things are farther forward or it's crazy
0: yeah and then windows 98 is actually released in 98 it's crazy
1: i know windows uh windows 11 is not going to be released in 11 anything
0: 2011 <laughs> 2000- <laughs> <3011? laughs> 2000
1: I don't even think it's out yet, so it won't even be out in 21. It's going to be out in 22. How, how weird is that?
0: Maybe they'll change the name of it. And with that, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, we will see you next week.